Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay. Unless you're really good at it. Hello, and welcome to the Scofflaws, the history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and joining me this week is my lovely co-host, Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. Nice to meet y'all. <laughs> Cody is another one of our special co-hosts while Key is away, and uh, Cody is the Goten to my trunks. Aww. The Dio to my Jonathan Joestar. Oh no, does that mean we have to fuse bodies? Or fight to the death. I mean, I'm down for both. <laughs> And today is extra fun because unlike normally where I have someone recording far, far away from me, Cody is right next to me and I can feel his body heat and it's so gross. Yeah, very disgusting. I'm a very sweaty, humid man. So how you been, Cody? I've been pretty good. I've been busy. I've been doing a lot of photography. I've been doing a lot of dog sitting. I work with dogs on the weekday. I just do a lot of animal stuff. Awesome. I have uh, recently downloaded Oxygen Not Included and been playing a whole lot of it. Ooh, yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten to look at that quite yet. How is it? Um, it's constantly fighting things that are going wrong. <laughs> Sounds like my life. <laughs> yep, yep. It's it's the millennial life, the game. <laughs> but we're not talking about oxygen not included today. We are talking about another video game that has a lot of laws in it. I'm very excited. What game is that? Dwarf Fortress. Ooh, sounds like I would not fit. <laughs> Says the guy with the long hair and the beard. I also happen to be six feet tall, so, like, the but, doors. But are you fond of drink and industry? Very true. They have the best ale. <laughs> All right, so we're going to dig into the laws of Dwarf Fortress. Okay, so dwarves obviously don't have law the same way humans have law. Yeah. When you're first starting a, a dwarf fortress, a mountain hold, you start with seven dwarves. Insert joke here. I know, exactly. I was just like, I called dibs on Doc. <laughs> Except most of them are named Eurist. Oh, no. And there's basically about four or five laws that are actually enforced. Uh, don't kill dwarves or tame animals. Don't, uh, don't attack another dwarf while throwing a tantrum. No, that makes sense. Don't destroy a building while throwing a tantrum. Okay, now they just don't want any fun. Don't destroy furniture while throwing a tantrum. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's, there's also, in the, in, like, the coding of it, uh, a law against, uh, conspiracy to slow labor, but that doesn't really do anything. <laughs> of drink and industry. Yep. Uh, but that's basically it. That's uh, that's all the laws that you really have to abide by when you're first starting out. Uh, then eventually, when you get to be a big enough colony of dwarves, yep. uh, you get nobles. And nobles are all sorts of fun. I could only imagine. Aristocrats, they're a blast. Oh, yes, yes. And, and nobles have their own sort of laws they like to provide. Uh, the biggest one that a lot of people 
absolutely love is uh, making certain items. So you can you can get a a strike against one of your doors for violating a production order. <laughs> and you think that being a noble, like trying to think about the mountain hold in general, yep. you'd be like, okay, we need this many chairs, we need this many tables, we need this many ballistas. The very first time I played through Dwarf Fortress long enough, well, survived Dwarf Fortress long enough, yeah. to get to have a noble, guess what the first thing they wanted me to build was? A ballista? Nope. A dragon? Nope. My car. Five tin earrings. <laughs> we didn't even have tin. We just need earrings. We need lots of earrings. We have a big party coming up. They have to be made out of the finest tin you own. But that's the thing. We didn't own any tin. Yep. I had gold, copper, and iron. I had no tin. You're ready for everything except accessories. Yep. So one of my dwarves went to jail because they couldn't make tin earrings because we had no tin to make earrings. <laughs> I put people in for less. <laughs> and the other thing they like to do is prohibit the export of certain products. Like tobacco or feet? Like tin earrings. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll, they'll randomly decide, okay, we don't want to export any chairs. Or we don't want to export any giant corkscrews. <sighs> so you better not sell any giant corkscrews to those elves. Oh, God. But, but, but what about all their sweet, sweet tree wine? How are they going to open it? Fun fact about Dwarf Fortress Elves, they will declare war on you if you sell them anything made of wood. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're like, no, no, no. That's our business. You, you stay away from my trees. Trees are sacred to Dwarf Fortress Elves, and they will declare war if you bring them the barrel of wine that you're selling them in a barrel made of wood. Oh, I love it. They could never have Jack Daniels then. Unless it's straight from the bottle, then they're fine. The, the funny thing is, they'll sell you wooden things. <laughs> they have no problem with selling it, just they, they're they very offended if you try to sell it to them. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but that the fun thing about the export law is sometimes the noble will decide that they don't want to export something as the caravan is there. And you're selling things to them. And if they make up that law after you've sold it before the <laughs> caravan leaves, one of your dwarves still gets in trouble for it. It's like, we know that we put it on the ship and it's sailing away, but pretty sure I saw 10 10 earrings and, like, you gotta go to jail now. Like, you just gotta go. Yep. Oh, that's rough. That's so rough. So that's why some players make it illegal to be a noble. <laughs> I've seen several uh, fortress setups where the heating system for the the nobles' bedroom areas is lava underneath it. Good, good. And the floor is made of trapdoors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you want you want thirty bauxite boxes? Okay, let me just pull this lever here, and we need a new noble. <laughs> I love it. I love killing the rich. <laughs> Can't eat the rich, but you can certainly make them go away. I mean, throwing them in a pit of lava is second best to me. Yeah. And the, the best part of it is usually once you've got a noble, they don't really do anything other than just give orders. So Sounds not, about right. They're not contributing to the the drink or the industry. Yep. They're just the gross middleman. 
No, that's vampires. We'll get to that. <gasps> oh, yes. man. There, there's vampires in Dwarf Fortress, and the way that the, the laws are set up is that if a vampire snacks on another dwarf but doesn't kill them, it still counts as murder. <laughs> but but the vampire will try to make false accusations. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. So, so it's, it's like getting... a big game of werewolf. Yeah, I was going to say it turns into like Phoenix Wright at some point. Yeah, nope, and the best... The best punishment for vampires? Middle management. Oh, man. Because vampires don't need to eat. Yep. They don't need interaction with other people. Occasionally yep. you can just drop a goblin into their room and they'll eat that. <laughs> so you can set them up in a posh office, brick in the wall, and just give them, like, the ledger to work on. Oof. And somehow through osmosis of stone, I guess. That gets the rest of the dwarves. Oh, man, that's so rough. Oh, I feel bad for those vampires. Uh, but don't worry, they get solid gold tables and, like, statues out the wazoo. Okay, no, I can live with that. And a very nice bed. Yeah. They just are locked away in the deepest part of the, the mountain home for eternity. Yeah, but if they don't even get the good snacks, like, is it even worth it? Um, they do sometimes get depressed because they can't drink uh, booze. Oh. Yes, yes. Dwarves will drink booze before water. Hmm. Also, they will not use booze for medicine, which which lets you know how good dwarven medicine is. Yes. It's generally just spit, shine, polish, and dirt. Yep, just rub a little dirt in it. You'll be fine. Walk it off. <laughs> yep. Just, uh, just make a cast. And, okay, this is going off of the laws, but the... The system of damage in Dwarf Fortress is so friggin' ridiculous and, like, the granularity of it. Yeah. Like, it counts damage down to, like, teeth. Oh. Like, like you can have a goblin fire a crossbow at one of your dwarves, and it'll tell you, Dwarf lost left front incisor. <laughs> oh. That's some good sniping skills. Well, I the way I like to imagine is the dwarf just caught the the bolt in its teeth, teeth and, and it while it was one. glaring, it just cracked the tooth, biting down on it. <laughs> um, um, there's also also one of my favorite tricks is the dwarven training room, which is just this long snaky hallway filled with randomly shooting out wooden spikes <laughs> that you have your dwarf military just wander through, <laughs> so they can train up like their armor proficiency and like their dodging. I love it. That's awesome. But that's... Okay, so moving on to... (laughs) Well, that's a good segue to the sheriff and guards and the hammerer. Ooh. Dwarves call their executioners hammerers. Good. Because they're dwarves. Oh, no. So hammers. Yep, that makes sense. Just drop the hammer on them. They're gone. They're gone. You thought it was brutal at the the beginning of Skyrim where you saw them lop the guy's head off. (laughs) No, dwarves squish the head off. Yep, you gotta make sure that they're completely dead. So, Cody, not reading the notes that I have up right in front of you because we're next to each other and gross body heat. It's okay, I'm also not wearing my glasses, so I've just been staring at it trying to read, and it's not been working. When picking a sheriff and guards, what do you think the biggest quality you would want to look for is? Mm, Probably a sense of, like, lawfulness and pride in their work and, like, Probably strong to be able to take down bad guys. Strong. That is actually the exact opposite thing you want. Good. Lovely. You want the weakest, wimpiest dwarves as your sheriff. Because here's the thing. 
There's there's three different modes of punishment for crime in Dwarf Fortress. There's jail, there's hammering, and there's just a random street beating. I know which one I prefer. Just some straight old vigilante Batman justice. You know it, that's my favorite. And here's the thing, if the punishment for a crime would normally be jail, yeah. and there's no free jail cells or manacles, because there's... You, you can make jail cells. You can make a cell for people to go to when they've been bad. Or you can just chain them to the wall. <laughs> In the common area. It's like, oh yeah, there's little dwarf Greg. What'd he do? Oh, he stole a bagel the other day and I was just mad that He day. kicked the puppies. <laughs> hey, I would, no, that's straight up hammering right there. That's a hammer execution for me. <laughs> well, that would, that would count as murder, so. <laughs> um. Well, no, that, that would be disorderly conduct. But either way, either way. Um, so, if there's no free jail cells, it automatically switches to a beating. Which, if it was supposed to be jail, that makes the dwarf that was supposed to go to jail happy that all they got was their shit kicked in. Yeah. But it makes the dwarf that was affected by the crime unhappy. Very, oh. And unhappy dwarves equals tantrums, which this game has something called a tantrum spiral. Where you get one dwarf tantruming, and they affect all the other dwarves around them, and then all of a sudden you have the entire fortress tantruming. But isn't it illegal to, like, kill each other or do damage to other things while tantruming? Uh, yes, and so then everyone it, goes to jail. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was wondering. I was like, does it just or, feed or into you, itself? Or you have the sheriff and the guards kicking everyone in after they're already, <laughs> already injured. That one also seems like a fun option. So, but yeah, so when you're... When you're picking a sheriff from the guards, you want to find the dwarf that has the least strength, and you want to arm them with featherwood weapons, which is basically nerf. Yeah. So you, you want to give them, like, nerf crossbows and nerf crossbow <laughs> bolts. So they're like, hey, stop it. Beep, beep. <laughs> and it, do it doesn't matter how effective the beating is, as long as the beating happens, it happened. Mm. So you want it non-lethal damage. Yes, you you want you, you don't want to lose dwarves because if you lose dwarves, you lose labor, and then you're down on industry. And then the aristocrat is all like all up on you. And then you, you got to pull the lever, and yeah. then it's on, in the lava. And then you need a new noble. Yep, yep. And then what if the person throwing the tantrum is the one who makes all of your all of your chairs or all of your armor? Better, yeah. No, that's terrible. You don't want to like lose it. your iron worker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, this game seems like a lot of fun. I'm really loving the laws so far. It, it's it's very micromanagey, and I enjoy that. <laughs> yep. Um, it's unless you download like an uh, a graphics package for it, it's all ASCII art. Okay. So so your dwarves are are represented by like smiley faces or unhappy, yep. frowny faces. Yeah. No, I used to love Zoo Tycoon, and this sounds just like Dwarven Tycoon. Just yeah. more complex with actual, like, problems that can occur. Whereas, like, Zoo Tycoon, you can let a lion out of the exhibit. It throws people around, but no one gets to die. Yeah. No, and in this game, you can make a switch that just floods the entire map with lava. Oh, man. Yep, and people oh. are throwing the switch. Yeah, I would do it, so I'd be like, I'm bored. Flip. Yep, that's just starting you. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, but the... So okay, so with jail with the guards and the sheriff, you want the the wimpiest ones. Yep. For the hammer, of course, you want the strongest one. 
<laughs> so the equivalent of me. Yes, you, you want the biggest, beefiest dwarf so that when a hammering happens, it's in one strike. Oh, oh, man. And, and now, really, oh, now I'm imagining it not being in one strike. And yeah. like, I imagine it's oh. like, there's like, I imagine they have like a law now that's just like one strike only, just boom, and they're not dead. And you're just like, I oh. guess you look like this now. <laughs> nope, it's, I think it makes unhappy thoughts, or at least it <laughs> makes unhappy thoughts for me. <laughs> but, no, it. You've seen that scene in Game of Thrones where uh, Greyjoy is trying to do the execution and he's bad at it. Yep, that's the, that's what I imagine every yep, time. Every time. Oh, yeah, that's got to be bad for morale. I would throw a tantrum over seeing that. Yeah, but here's the thing: I, if I remember right, they they just manacle him to whatever manacle you set to J for justice. <laughs> and then just smash their head on the wall. <laughs> so, and again, it doesn't matter where the manacle is set up. You could put that manacle down in the dead center of your great hall, and then you just have some dwarves clean up some skull bits out of their food. Oh. <laughs> it's like, ah, that's just part of life sometimes. It's, yeah. No, example was made. Yep. Oh, man. Little Timmy will never be the same. Let him get back to his mead. <laughs> Yeah, dwarf children drink mead, too. I mean, I would. The water's probably gross. He's probably got all sorts of bacteria and, like, brain bits in it. It uh, depends on how you play. <laughs> My style, there would be a lot of brain bits everywhere. Okay, so the last bit of this is, you know how laws in reality have statutes of limitation? Yes. So you can't be held accountable for something that happened, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. For example. <laughs> um... That doesn't apply to dwarves. Dwarves will never forget. Good. Let it be eternal. So, if you wait, like, like three years into your fortress to set up a, a sheriff, your sheriff will go through that entire backlog of oh, no. jailing and beating whoever's appropriate. Is there only one sheriff, or can you have multiple? You have a sheriff, and then he has his posse. You have oh, guards. okay, cool. So I'm like, I feel so bad for just dumping that entire load onto the sheriff. <laughs> I mean, I would say it's his fault for, like, being the most fastidious person to remember this crime that happened, like, day one where you accidentally dropped, uh, accidentally dropped a load of boulders down on poor Uris. <laughs> oh, man, talk about diligent work. I don't think I could ever work that hard in my life. Fond of drink and industry. Yeah, that's true. I'm just fond of food and, like... Not even running around. I was going to say running around, but I like a nice saunter. The the food in Dwarf Fortress has never sounded appealing. Of, co of course, because it's an ASCII game, you never really like see it. But the main thing that they eat are plump helmets, mushrooms. Oh. <laughs> which is also what they make their initial wine out of. Oh. oh. Yes. Yes, hearty mushroom oh. wine. Yeah, I don't think I could. I think I could come up with some pretty clever names if I was them, but, like, other than that, like, I would just see it and be like, just give me the bad water. I'll take the dysentery. Yep. Nope, they they will drink that wine, and usually the very first thing I do after that is I go and collect some bees and make some bees' nests so I can make mead. Because <laughs> yeah. mead is awesome! No, mead is the best, so I definitely agree to make that brew better. If you've never had mead, it's honey wine. Does there is there anything that sounds better than honey wine? Uh, blueberry honey wine. Yes, yes, yeah. blueberry honey wine. 
<laughs> yeah, see, it's only things added on to it that can possibly yes. make it better. Yes, that that pronoun tag. Yep. All right, so, yep, that's about about where law is in Dwarf Orders. There, there's little niggly bits, and there's things that players will set as, like, restrictions for what they do, like murder nobles when they get annoying. Same. Or make vampires, middle management, because what else are you going to do with them? And you don't want to <laughs> lose a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or, or goblin death arenas. Oh, I want ten. <laughs> I don't even know okay. it. So an alternative to training your your military, um, as opposed yes. to my preferred method of the danger room, <laughs> is uh, setting up a bunch of traps for when goblins will eventually invade your fortress. Yeah. Setting up cage traps, which I always imagine as like just this floor tile that folds up into a box around them, and they're very confused. <laughs> And while they're in the while they're caged up, they're of course very unhappy. But you can strip them of everything. Like literally, you can take away their weapons, their armor, their clothes. Dang. Anything in their pockets. So you you have this you have a a warehouse of just naked, pissed off goblins. Or col kobolds won't fall for traps because they're they're like the sneak thieves. Yeah. They steal your children in the night. Yeah, they're good stealthy boys. <laughs> So you have this this room full of oh, a warehouse of Eurus pissed off goblin emporium, <laughs> and you can set it up in such a way that you can dump all the traps at once into the room below it. Oh, what and a you dream! You just set up as an arena where you you have like twenty naked, probably broken legged goblins because yep. they fell from a great height. Yep. And you just set your military in there, and they just go do do do. Do, do, do sword level up, sword level up. Ah, I love it. I'm I'm here for it. That's a dream. I just always have wanted just a horde of goblins raining from the sky. <laughs> yeah, just think about it. They're okay. just all falling to the ground. And you just like hold out, like hold out an umbrella with spikes on it. There's another raining creature one that I don't think you'll like, but is another like player created like oh, no. thing. Is so, it rabbits? No, it's not. Oh. It's not rabbits. So. Uh, one way to prevent tantrums in the game yep. is to give your get get your dwarves a like a, an emotion tag that's basically just like, I think it's like unfazed or something. Yeah. And the best way to do that is for the room above your great hall, set up a bunch of cage traps full of puppies. Oh no, not the puppies! And just rain puppies <laughs> down on their heads while they're eating. <laughs> Literally <laughs> on their heads. You set up the traps over the seats where they sit to eat, and whenever they sit down, you just drop a puppy on them. Oh, no, those poor puppies. <laughs> and it gets them unhappy, but eventually they're just like, this is life. <laughs> this is how we live now. Just it rains puppies every day at 2.12, so just how we deal with it now. Yep. Okay, so I think I have to call the episode at raining puppies. So, <laughs> so if you have anything you'd like to add to this this discussion... Um, you can email us at scofflawspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Scofflaws History of Long Disorder, which I think, yeah, by the time this episode goes up, it will be a community page. Ooh, awesome. So you can actually more easily post your stupid stuff there, too. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Scofflawscast. And, uh, Cody, is there anything that you want to plug? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so you can find me on Facebook at the Doggo Photogo. D-O-G-G-O-P-H-O-T-O-G-G-O. It's just Doggo Fotago. 
You can also find me on Instagram with a similar thing. It's the underscore doggo underscore fatago. I'll put a note in the, the show notes for yeah, it. Yeah, way easier that way. It's just a fun name. It shows how, like, super serious I am. Yeah. If, if, if him being on the episode that talks about law in a dumb little ASCII game is any indication. Hey, it's an inspiration for life. I might want to become a senator someday and just put a law in saying that you can't sell wood to elves. <laughs> I'm you inspired. shouldn't. You should not. The elves will get pissed off. They will, and that's why I'm going to make it a law for us. We don't want another great dwarf elven war. <laughs> oh, I... Then I kinda, lava gets everywhere. I know, but I kind of want that. I live for some good lava. Okay, just another real quick thing about Dwarf Fortress. Another very okay, popular yeah, weapon for, 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 for Fortress protection is loading up minecarts with lava, setting them to go oh. on the track straight towards the entrance <laughs> and the full stop at the end. And when something invades, having them barrel full speed, hit that stop, and you got a lava shotgun. Oh, that's beautiful. This that seems, is, I have to go home and play this now. It's, it's a free download game. I'll probably link that in the show notes, too. Awesome. Because it's something that I've lost many, many hours to. I can see myself doing the same. And it's time for us to get to our dumb law, which has... Okay, so here we go. Um, this one is out of Wyoming. All new buildings that cost over $100,000 to build must have 1% of funds spent on artwork for the building. Actually, fun fact, the college I went to had that. And there was a really cool structure in front of it, which was just two giant uh, concrete slabs. And it looked like, it's still, it looks like absolute nothingness. But when you stand <laughs> in the middle of it, you could actually see, I think it's the winter equinox or like winter solstice or something. Like you could see the sun rises in exactly that one spot, but like once a year. <laughs> now this, this law does specify that that percentage can't be spent on any one project costing more than $100,000. Oh. Oh. Uh, but I'm thinking that that's there for, like, anti, like, money laundering schemes. Yeah, that would make sense. I cannot think of a single piece of artwork that you'd be buying for a public building that would cost more than $100,000. Probably something done by Banksy. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to get into that. Yep. <laughs> Banksy will pro- might be another episode. We'll see. Ooh, that'd be fun. That would be. But anyway, that's it for today. This has been Skullclaws, a history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and this has been Cody. Say bye, Cody. Bye, Cody. side by side with a friend.